0: Are we watching the slow demise of the carbon tax? Only a few years ago, I mean, heck, only a few months ago, it seemed the carbon tax was a done deal, a policy that was not going to go anywhere. It was now all done. And then one decision by the federal liberal government to grant an exemption to some provinces in home heating oil has caused a huge ripple effect that now has even BC politicians, some of them anyway, questioning whether we should keep the whole thing or start to tweak it. So we thought it was worthwhile to take a look at its impact. Like who does it affect? Is it an effective tool for doing what we think it's supposed to do? That is bring down greenhouse gas emissions. Well, Dr. Catherine Harrison is a professor of political science at the University of British Columbia and joins us now to talk about this. Thank you so much for being here. It's my pleasure. What do you make of all this right now, this debate about what we thought was like a settled policy?
1: Oh, well, it's never been settled with the Conservative Party federally. Um, we saw Mr. Scheer railing against the carbon tax. It kind of fell down a bit under um, uh, Aaron O'Toole, but it's been back for a while with Pierre Poilievre, who's who's really been um, initiating the populist messages once again, and in many cases in very misleading ways.
0: So, does that mean it is now? Do you think open for debate? Could we see some more tweaking? Do you think Canadians are responding?
1: Um, I, I think Canadians are responding to uh, Mr. Poilievre's messages, uh, at least. That may be contributing to the rise of the Conservatives' popularity in the polls. I think it is in many cases because they're misunderstanding the degree to which the carbon tax is impacting the energy prices that's really affecting households the the growing cost of living challenge is mostly not due to the carbon tax in fact it's a very little part of it but that's the one that the conservatives are emphasizing and in um the eight provinces subject to the federal carbon tax there is um, widespread underestimation of the magnitude of the rebates people are getting. Uh, most people are getting more money back than they're paying, but they don't know that. So, I mean, I do think the Conservatives are getting traction, and it'll be interesting to see um, how well the Liberals can do in fighting back and explaining what's really been a centerpiece policy for this government.
0: Right, which makes me, don't, I don't understand then why they would tweak it in this way to open the door for this
1: Oh, a lot of us have been
0: wondering that. I can, I can tell you a lot of us academics.
1: Um, I think what has happened is a particular challenge of affordability for folks who heat their homes with fuel oil rather than fossil gas or electricity. Um, Those are people who don't have an option. Historically, there isn't a gas pipeline to their community or the area that they live. And it's a really expensive way to heat one's home. The price of fuel oil since the war in Ukraine, and that's really been the stimulus, has almost doubled. So there are people paying, you know, $800 a month in the winter uh, to heat their homes in some places. Um, and I think that was the impetus, that was the pressure from Atlantic Canadian MPs. The waiver for three years on application of the federal carbon tax, doesn't apply in British Columbia, um, Is applies everywhere, the, all provinces where people are burning fuel oil. It's not just available in Atlantic Canada. Um, I think it was not, there were other ways, um, other more immediate ways to address that affordability challenge, one of which the federal government is doing, which is increasing the rebates and trying to get those households off fuel oil and onto energy efficient and clean heat pumps. Um, So, you know, I think it was a mistake. I I suspect they didn't anticipate just how much blowback they -hmm. would get. So far, they're holding the line.
0: What do we know about the effectiveness of the carbon tax as a policy? Um, we know quite a lot. Uh, the, in fact, a lot of the the best studies are
1: um, were done on British Columbia's carbon tax uh, because we had this one province that adopted a carbon tax when other provinces in the same country with similar data did not do so. And that's allowed economists to do, by my count, 50 to 20 peer-reviewed studies. Um, For regular folks like me, what we know is that people respond to prices. If, you know, if I go to the grocery store and the price of bananas is higher um, this week than oranges, I'm more inclined to, you know, maybe go light on the bananas and buy more oranges. And what we find is that people are doing the same thing when their energy prices change. That may be really subtle things like combining trips to the store or you know getting that heat you know, that uh, weather stripping done on that basement door, adjusting the thermostat um, that you know overnight or when one goes goes away. But when big purchases come up, replacing a car, replacing a furnace, it is an impetus to think, gee, maybe we should go with a hybrid or even make the leap to an electric vehicle. Maybe now is the time to get that um, heat pump. So what those studies are telling us is that people have responded to prices in British Columbia. They reduced um, their consumption of dirtier fossil fuels. Uh, It did not harm the economy, but we also know that the reductions that were achieved were not deep enough um, because the price was too low. So we need a stronger price signal to drive British Columbia and, you know, across Canada to meet our climate targets.
0: Okay, that's the thing that I don't understand then. So rather than telling people we'll give you a break on home heating oil, shouldn't there have been more of an emphasis to say we're going to help you get off of home heating oil?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I would say so. Um, They did do that as well. Um, There was uh, an announcement. Initially, it's a pilot program, and this one's only Atlantic Canada, and I think that's problematic, um, to, for middle or low-income households, increase the value of a heat pump subsidy so that it is essentially paying for the full heat pump, you know, basically giving households a free heat pump. Now, the um, the price incentives, given how expensive it is to heat with fuel oil, is already there. People can already save money um, by replacing their um, their oil boiler with a heat pump. But there's this upfront cost that is a real, a real challenge for many households, and that's what this, um, this subsidy program does. I think it's a really good program, and I think the federal government needs to extend it to right. other households, across Canada, because there are more, uh, more families burning fuel oil in other provinces outside Atlantic Canada.
0: So it sounds like politics got to this. You're saying that as a policy, it could have worked if they had continued to do the things that they were supposed to do to implement a carbon tax, help people transition, you know, to different, less polluting forms of energy. And now it just seems like it's gotten broken down by politics.
1: Well, the politics have been there all along. This has been a really challenging one politically. And I think the Liberal government, initially the Liberal government in British Columbia in 2008 and since 2016, the federal government, have shown some real political courage in um, holding the line when opponents, the opposition parties, have often made really misleading arguments saying that carbon taxes don't work saying that it's really hurting families when you know most of them are getting more money back than they're paying, um, those kinds of things. So it's been political all along. It's ironic and I think unfortunate that the federal government, which has held the line and mm. fought two elections since they uh, implemented this policy nationally, um, made this move you know, in sort of a panic, it would seem in the last 10 days or so.
0: Oh, it certainly seems that way. I don't
1: think it's a given that they, that the whole thing is gone. Um, So far, they're holding the line. We'll see.
0: We will see. Dr. Harrison, thanks for your time.
1: You're very welcome.
0: Dr. Catherine Harrison, Professor of Political Science at the University of British Columbia. We'll talk more about the impact here in BC, what could be changing with the carbon tax,